1: The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes.
0: Ch-ch-chumba.
1: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms
0: and conditions apply. See website for details. Without sounding big-headed, but I don't really give a shit. You should have seen the cheeks. Of my <laughs> fucking ass was massive. My gut was huge. Oh, it was... But I I loved it. I didn't. It was, it was quite it was quite sour, really. You know, I wasn't I wasn't the greatest child. I always had a bit of a chip on my shoulder. I don't know. It was it was crazy. I was absolutely shitting shit myself, walking to the ring. And when I got in the ring, then no nerves whatsoever. And it sounds stupid, but honestly, the feeling of me getting punched in the face. I had, I loved the feeling of waking up next day like oh. My body is battered, and uh, I had, had, a lot of, had a lot of problems behind the scene that not many people knew about. Mm. I don't want to be walking around in, in, in the ring looking like a fucking billboard. And then the other one then, is on my private parts down below. Hey, guys. Danny Battenfight Fight Show, and Ace Podcast
1: Nation, sponsored by the Violent Money uh, brand. Please do check out Violent Money TV on YouTube, as well as their website for uh, training and apparel all that good stuff, and of course, check out the Violent Academy, a Violent Money Academy, which is the first smart gym in the UK. Uh, use the code ACE20 to get 20% off all your purchases at violentmoney.co.uk. Hey guys, I'm Sai. Welcome to Ace Podcast Nation, and uh, we're back for another episode of My Story. Delighted to be joined. By uh, young Welsh fighter, the uh, the Roos Rhino, Jay yes. Munn. How are you, mate? Yes, yeah, not too bad. Yourself? Yeah, all good, mate. Really looking good. forward to this. Good, looking forward to having a chat, and uh, we'll see where we go, mate. It's gonna yeah. be good, though. It's gonna be good. Obviously, yeah, you got a fight Saturday, so um, I'll clip this bit out so we I can get it out before Saturday. Yeah, but like, no you problem. looking forward to it?
0: Yeah, I am. I'm uh, doing a bit of a step up now. I got, I'm doing a six rounder, my first six rounder. Um, so it'll be good. I, you know, it's interesting. You know, I've I've only had six pro fights. Um, I think a couple of my mates have been getting a bit bored of me doing four-rounders. So, yeah. you know, hopefully I get a bit of a show on for them for six rounds and see where that takes.
1: I it's, it's just about building it up, is it? And I guess, yeah. and, um, like, we've, like, we've had a couple of boxes on and MMA fighters and stuff, particularly early in the pro career. Mm. Like, um, I do a fight show with, um, like, Danny was um He's like UK MMA legend, yeah. really. But, like he said, um, he's quite vocal because he's a coach now. He'll say, like, the first few, you know, first probably t- 10 to 12 fights in your pro career, you just be looking building those waves, yeah, building and the experience, skills and, and
0: yeah, that's it. So, as an amateur, I I only had 20 amateur fights. Hmm. So, the, the pros, uh, the progress for me, it, it, it's, it's a long a longer route you know I'm not gonna be thrown in the deep end I got a good team around me um, so they they they're going to look after me and they're gonna choose particular fighters you know you know in order you like. which you know will suit me and which I can show my skills like you know mm. well
1: what's the average normally for like um, fighters to how many fights do they have at amateur level normally do you reckon Well, you
0: know for uh, it just depends on 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 how active yeah. you are um, if it was again if it was down to me, I probably would have had five amateur fights and then I was going, I'll sod it out to pro. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it doesn't work like that. Um, I'd say roughly around about 50 50 plus. Mm. That's that's you know, so See, boxers are, are much more active than MMA yeah. fighters well, that at amateur level, exactly. Like. Back in the day, though, it, you know, you, you were fighting it every other week, like right. you know, that's that's the old school way. Unfortunately, we don't live in that anymore. No, I don't actually put no. a break in between those days, haven't you? Unless you're a GB fighter, or you know, them GB fighter boys, they're, they're on 100 mm. so they they're on hundred plus, so they they're really active. It's like, so you got this fight Saturday. Do you
1: at at this stage of your career do you like um, pay much attention in terms of your opponent? Do you try and find like footage of him and try and familiarize yourself um, with it, or do you sort of?
0: I'll be I'll be perfectly honest with you. So as I, I I don't do any of that, you yeah. know, I leave that down to my coach. Um, and again, without well, sounding big-headed, but I don't really give a shit. Do you know no. what i just As long as I've put 110% in my training and I'm, I'm fit and I've been eating clean, I haven't cut corners and I haven't cheated, you know, I'm and, I, and as long as I turn up happy on the day, you know, I'd, I got I got a good chance of coming out on top.
1: Yeah, so do you know much about your opponent on
0: Saturday? No, no, I didn't even know his name. There you go. So, uh, and that's not being cocky or anything like that. I generally do not know his name. Yeah. My manager sent me it the other day and I just, I didn't even look. Yeah. I just went, okay.
1: Because I I trust him.
0: Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean, I know he's not going to go, are you while you're fighting a kid who is 30? I know he's had 29 knockouts secretary yeah. like, I know he's not going to do that. Um, But it's, again, I, I'm around a good team. Do you know what I mean? I shouldn't have to be worried as long as I'm focused on myself. I mean, yeah, but that's what you need
1: to, especially like you say, like you're early in your pro career, you don't want to be worrying about too much other stuff, you yeah, do you? Yeah, I mean, I got an, I got training, enough I got enough
0: stress yeah. as as it is. I got to go and drop tickets off. I got to, I got to sell myself to you know selling tickets yeah. and whatnot. So, and then what well, well then on top of that, then I got to do training, mm. and then I'm dieting, so I'm getting a little bit aggy. Yeah, so nice. it, it, it's all it's all on tough. And sometimes
1: yeah. I'm just thinking, fuck, can leave me alone. Do you, um see. I'm an asshole I am when I'm yeah. hungry. When I'm hungry, I'm oh, I'm don't. Fattened. And especially I smoke as well. If I haven't like smoked and I haven't eaten I mean, I'm horrible to be around. Yeah, yeah. Do you get to points when you're weight cutting and that uh, and you're dieting where you just you need to be left alone? Do you know what? Right. So
0: me and my girlfriend we were talking about it the other day and um my last training camp, I was I was really bad. So she'd be breathing heavily. I just warm up, that would that would piss me off. Mm-hmm. I would be like, "Shut up, will you?" She's like, "I'm not doing anything." I know, I know what you're doing. You're doing my fucking head. Yeah. But I, it's, I do, "I'm not the only person." Mm-hmm. Yeah, all fighters get it, like you know, they all get that, like, you know, like yeah. hangries. If you want to call it like, do you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm just, I'm fucking, passes though, don't they? As yeah, well, like, It's I'm, not like I'm a, fed up with fucking yeah. salad and prawns. Oh, mate. <laughs> do you know mean? That's why I love it. That's why I love a beer yeah. and, and I love a party because it's you go just without it for four, so long do not you ah uh, just six weeks that's so i used to do eight weeks by showing my uh, training camp to six weeks because i know i can do the full intensity and then six weeks and be on on weight then eight weeks are way too long for me The mm. back two weeks i'm like that oh god mm. do you know what i mean
1: but this is why i think sometimes like especially with social media the way it is like you see people criticizing fighters performances or mm. whatever like um, after the fights or whatever, like you know, all the you know the usual negativity which you see, and I think people don't realise like the the stress and the aggravation and the yeah. just the general effort that's put in just to get there. Let alone you know the actual fight and yeah, the things yeah, wrong, go your way or they go your way, whatever. Like, and I think fighters don't get enough credit for that, especially fighters who were early in their career or have just turned pro or just like. The amount of MMA fighters who I know who have got like no, who are early in their career, mm. they've got maybe one or two sponsors who are kind of paying for their training, but they're also doing like a nine to five job because yeah. they've got to pay their bills.
0: So that's it. If you're not financially stable in in this game and MMA, it's even harder. Yeah. Um, I a good friend of mine, Chris Jenkins, he he was a former uh, British and Commonwealth champion, and the the talent on him is is unbelievable. But he's yeah. got to work at the same time yeah. and, you know it is he really relies on the sponsors to help him get through and you know it, it's an awful shame and he should he should be up there you know knocking on with the big boys and you know he's actually he just won his last fight now in in the he's fighting uh, for your man yeah that's him. it that's a good guy and that'll a be a very good for him, like fight for him you know because if he wins that and i th- I think he will um outcast about him then yeah Floyd um, Mark
1: has got a big big following he, as well i don't so
0: follow
1: him you it. know we had um it. i had chris on the fight show on not last sunday the sunday before and he was saying like he um like he haven't got any sponsors at the moment so he's it's awful just, and that's it's terrible i it? Mean, like you you think like boxing or mma or whatever like they try and do more With to support you because yeah. at the end of the day if you haven't got any young fighters coming through you haven't got a sport in 10 years anyway so it's 100 like, i've never understood why there is isn't more support That's, i'm so lucky to have
0: uh, my old man and his business partner peter walker to support me financially mm. because it's like i so I, I i work when i can but if i got to do train if i was in work and I had a phone call saying listen you got to come to training or you got sparring now yeah i'd be able I would my old man and, and his, his business partner, Peter, would say, yeah, no problem, go. And it's like some people can't just get up and just go. They've got to no, go, I've got to get money, yeah. which is an awful shame.
1: And especially coming off the back of COVID and that as well. Like, yeah, oh, it's even worse.
0: Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. You know, some people have been saving or through that COVID and, or or some people haven't got pot to piss in. Yeah. And it's an awful shame. You see, like,
1: when well, I Gav- Gavin you yeah, the other week, and um, Gav Gwynn, he, he was saying, like, obviously, before COVID, he was kind of working. And, like, I think people don't realize, like, you've got to get up at like five o'clock, go for a run or whatever,
0: mm. have
1: breakfast, sort your kids out, in his case, and then go yeah. to work all day. Family to provide, isn't yeah. it?
0: And then pay bills. And
1: then after you've done like a, a physical job all day, then you're knackered and everyone else goes to the pub or they go on the train and they chill out. or whatever it go, is. Yeah, and and it's fine. But,
0: like, so through lockdown, I just. I completely packed in the box and went. I oh, saw this. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Is it? Yeah. I just. I wasn't. Everyone. All my uh, mates. Well, I say all my mates. All my gym mates. Mm. All, the, all the other boxes, My stable mates. They they were training and they were doing bips and bobs, and I was thinking to myself like, they're all training, but like, there's nothing to train for. Nah. So I just said to my oh, man, I'm, I'm not even going to bother. And he was like, Oh, you got to do this. You got to do that. I said, No, no, no. no. So I just, I just completely just packed in the boxing because I knew I would have drove myself insane. And like training for like for yeah, athletic, yeah, There's no end, game you know in sight. Yeah, there's no end goal. There's no end goal for it. it. Yeah. I mean, you're doing the training camp if you want to call it a training camp, and there's no end goal.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, it's the same as Christmas just gone now. My old man wanted me to do a, a, a training camp just to keep on top of it, ready for February March. Oh, mm. I and mean, yeah, yeah, no worries. I just went on the biggest bender you could think mm. of. I just, just completely let myself go. I think it was, the heaviest I went was 85 kilos or 84 kilos. I fight at 71 kilos. Jesus, yeah. Load. Like, <laughs> went on a proper mad mad we drinking, I was doing two day benders there, three day benders there. I went on a couple of holidays. I oh, will yeah. sod it, I'm going. That's, I
1: weight cutting, the thing for me like that,
0: um, it just seems brutal. Like, how, what do you walk around at normally? Um, when I'm training, but eating whatever, I walk around about seventy-seven kilos. See, that's not too bad. Too is bad is it? Is it? Like it's down to seventy-one. Uh, Eighty-four <laughs> kilos. You just seen the cheeks. <laughs> My fucking ass was massive. My gut was huge. Oh, I was. I I loved it. I didn't. Know, but, yeah. Because yeah.
1: like I suppose. Because you're already you're still young and you like. like
0: three man i was love to
1: be yeah. twenty three again. Yeah, but, I, I am trying to make
0: the most of it now. But that's the thing, but
1: again, it goes back goes back to like the sacrifices of what you've got to do to be a professional athlete and I was particularly a fighter, I reckon. But like what I was doing at twenty three is probably is very different to what you were doing at twenty three, you know what I mean? Because just, like you said there like two day benders here, two day benders yeah. I was able to just just do it all the time because yeah. I was twenty three, I was single and Whatever do you, but
0: like, do you know what I so I always say like just because I'm a, a professional athlete, that don't mean I'm any different to anyone else. Yeah. The professional athlete is just you know, the professional, whatever you want to call it, it's just it's just the status of of what I'm doing. Mm. You to do remain you know I and I'm I still go on I I'll still go on the bender with you lot, like do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's no different to anyone else. No I don't want anyone to think I'm any better. Mm. I'll still go on, do whatever, do you know what I mean? Just because I'm a professional athlete, you know, I'm not going to stop what I love doing. So and yeah. I can still play football with the boys on the Saturday. Yeah. I mean, I'm still signed on. Still, so. still miss goals, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: yeah, yeah, it's so good.
0: Too well then. Like,
1: let's go back to the kind of right to the back to the start and tell us a bit like about like where you're from. Upbringing and that, yeah. For people who are not familiar with you,
0: okay. So, uh, I'm from Roos. Um, my upbringing, my upbringing as a childhood, I had a really good childhood. Um, my old man has always provided for me, he's, he's given me absolutely everything. Um, my mum was the backbone of, of the family. Uh, but what I will say is, I've uh, going to a bit of um, a deep. Side of it, you know, I had a very emotional upbringing as well. Me and my mum's relationship was 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 quite quite sour, really. You know, I wasn't I wasn't the greatest child. I always had a bit of a chip on my shoulder. Um, Me and my mum always clashed. I Mm -hmm. think she seen my old man in me too much, and it was a bit of a, a bit of a mad relationship, really. And as I got older they i i' I haven't spoken to her for a year now we don't stay in contact she's uh we really clashed bad and it was very emotional roller coaster for me. I had an addiction to a uh, trauma doll oh yeah um so that that was that I went cool a bit stuff, right yeah that went a bit piton for myself, but I didn't tell anyone i didn't I did all by myself i was I was pinching so my mum. She had an operation on her back. She had like three discs taken out. So the doctors were giving her tramadol to kill the pain, yeah. you know, to help with the pain. And I, got, I had a bad back or whatever it was I had at the time. And I had one. And that was it. And I got oh, hooked on it. I was taking like six a day. I couldn't function without him And yeah. I got I got really bad on it. And it was, uh, it was quite it was quite mad. It was. Um, but yeah, it took me seven months. Well, I was a year, a year on him, seven months I got myself off him. It was quite crazy. Um, so that, that side of our family, I, you know, I got I got two brothers. You know, they're wicked, they are. They, my older brother, me and him are like best mates. Mm. So it, it's, I, we, we, apart from my mum and dad divorcing, I don't know, we got a really tight, tight family, yeah. you know, and it, it's it's nice. Uh, I've always played football as, as a kid. I've, I've done martial arts. Uh, I played for Cardiff schools in football. I uh, did a bit of rugby. I, I had about over hundred and twenty fights in in martial arts. I achieved my black belt. and the silver in the worlds. Got little British titles and the Welsh titles and uh, English titles as as in martial arts. So I achieved well, martial arts taekwondo. Do you do? taekwondo. So yes. I always say martial arts because. Taekwondo is mm, not the greatest, is it? No, it is. Right. <laughs> Don't give me that. I know you're thinking that's a load of shit. <laughs> no,
1: no, it's not. I, I'm big in that. I, I <laughs> wish that when I was younger, there had been more opportunities to do yeah. all that sort of stuff. Because I would have been bang up for doing it, but it just won
0: there. Well, I I've, I've always, as a kid, I've always been sporting. Man, you know, any yeah. opportunity of doing any sports, you give it to me, you show me how to do it, and I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up quite quickly. You know, you ping pong. I'm the best at. Wow, mate, Being you love to Ping pong, I tell you now. We'll to, to play, play it, mate. So, yeah, I'm a Jeff, different league.
1: Black. I'm incredible. at ping badminton
0: as well. Even these days, I can still play. Yeah, definitely. Oh, get me on it. I tell you now. You know, in December, so my old man bought a ping pong table. And I tell you now, me and my brother, the competitions. Yeah. I was willing to put on Facebook if anyone wants a comp a competition with me in ping pong. Come to my house right now. I'll smoke you. <laughs> oh,
1: mate. We'll have to do that. Yeah, it's, it's good. We'll it film is. it. I
0: love it yeah um but yeah how i got into boxing it so the boxing gym was right by the uh where i was train for martial arts or the taekwondo and i was always seeing kids on, on a monday wednesday and fine. i was always seeing kids in and out and so i got a bit of boxing background myself so my uncle he's got his own uh, boxing gym in panath my uncle had done a little bit but um you know he'd eat done what he had to do and whatnot. The old man, he done a little bit, he mm. done what he had to do. And so it, it's always, I'd say boxing has always been in my blood, you know, Yeah. and I asked my mum if I could go, and I was about 13, 14, she said, no, no, you're not, you're going to mess up your face and all that. I said, there's not mm. much, you know, I'm bloody hanging anyway, so it mm. makes no mm. difference anyway, Might probably do me good. And so I lied to wear this uh, on the Monday, the following week. I took extra clothes. I said, oh, I'm doing the double session in martial arts. But I lied. I'd done the one session and then went over to uh, the boxing gym, got changed, and by the end of the week, they wanted me to fill in the medical so I could fight. Yeah. So they gave it to me, and I was like, oh, shit, I'm not going to tell my mum. So I went and told my old man, I said, listen, I've been training in boxing this week, he said, "Why well, don't show me my <laughs> So I was like, yeah, all right. He goes, well, I hide it. Anyway, I put it in um, my drawers uh, where I try and hide things. And I um, again... Teenagers always think that uh, just in the drawers, safe, isn't it? Safe. <laughs> boy, if I was wrong. <laughs> she texts me on a Tuesday morning, at, um, oh, Tuesday lunchtime when I was in school. She was like, you little shit. Oh, my God, my ass was going like yeah. that. I was texting my man, she's found it, she's found it. <laughs> yeah, she was like, you're not fighting, you're not fighting. But she And then I eventually convinced her that I, could, I can go training. Mm. And then it took me about, say, six, seven months then to convince her that I could have a fight. Yeah. So and you know you were doing taekwondo anyway? Yeah. Were you fighting
1: at that point in taekwondo or you were just training? The... No,
0: I was fighting, so... So how come she didn't want you to
1: do taekwondo? it's yeah. all right get kicked i don't in the face, know but not i don't listen, you, oh, I, just wondered, I just wondered
0: yeah you try and, you try and talk that to my mother and hmm. i think she i think everyone knows that you know taekwondo isn't is not the same thing. is it no it's not the full shilling like do i mean to compared to boxing i think boxing does a little bit more damage yeah it? i mean kicking the face is, is brutal but you know it's not it's hard to explain unless you've done it yourself Taekwondo
1: It's not the same as what like people would see in like MMA either, is it? Yeah, where, where... It's, it's a
0: complete different level, you mm. know. Mm. MMA and boxing then taekwondo is wrong. not mm. therefore, for for level wise, still a good skill to have. Yeah, yeah, I mean, ask me to do a kick now, you got bloody no chance. <laughs> yeah, Unless yeah. Like, you want to see you on it the podcast? A flex, you haven't got the flexibility now. Have you? No, not at all. No spinning round, though, so nothing now. Not though. anymore. <laughs> no anymore. I'm like a bloody
1: I'm stiff as a lamppost. Yeah. I see. I should have. I should have. Should have brought us some beers and we just plied you with beer and then got oh, you. Are, are we kicks, trying to do backflips or something?
0: <laughs> um, I think I'd be in trouble with your team though if you go and fight on Saturday. <laughs> yeah, bloody legs being twisted <laughs> over my head. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, I was a, had a couple of beers on the podcast and I to, <laughs> still thought I could do a backflip and a spinning kick and all sorts. Yeah. But yeah, so I got, so I boxing. I had my first fight around about, say, 15. And I'm tired now. It was the best feeling ever. When I got my answer, it was, it was just, I don't know, it was, it was crazy. I was absolutely shitting, shitting myself, walking to the ring, and when I got in the ring, then, no nerves whatsoever, and I, and I was thinking to myself, like, for me, where's that nerves gone? Like, what is going on? And tired out it was the best feeling ever. Putting your hand up and saying that you've won in boxing, it, it beats beat everything mm. absolutely beat everything got the bug straight away oh i don't and it, and it felt right for me and it was just, just like that i was like this is what i want to do but i didn't think i didn't think i would get get to the professional side i didn't think i didn't think that i wasn't i didn't think like i'm going to be champion i'm going to be this i'm going to be that blah, blah blah and i was just doing it because i just purely loved boxing at that time mm. which so it sounds my, like it felt Felt like, right for Yeah, me. it
1: says, like you said, you played football, did quite taekwondo, rugby, whatever, you yeah. enjoyed them more, decent at them more, but didn't have that same... Feeling. Instant yeah. bug
0: and, and whatnot. And, you know, again, so I won... I won a Welsh, uh, Welsh junior and then Welsh youth. And when I won the youth, oh, my God. So I, I channeled myself. That's all I trained for. That was my aim. That was my goal. I wasn't thinking of anything else. Um and I was like, I got to win in Welsh. I got to win in Welsh. And then I had a letter then on 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 the Monday or phone call saying, "I, oh, you've been selected to go to the British Championships." Now that wasn't even on my mind. And my yeah. uncle was like, "I don't want you going unless I'm there." Now only purely, <laughs> it's hard to explain this one because. It was the right decision for me because you know gain experience, but then also the wrong decision because if I had preparation for it, because I'm that type of kid at that at that time of, of my experience, I needed to be prepped, mm. which was kind of weird because now I you know if you if I had a phone call now saying listen you're on a fight tomorrow, I, it wouldn't faze yeah. me, but that early on in my career, I needed to have I needed to have that advance that I was going to have a fight, um, and have that prep so when they end i was like oh shit, i'm fighting again this weekend it was all like as if i got flustered like do you know yeah I mean? yeah um and he was quite mad i didn't didn't do well in there you know i got beat in the first round i still got a medal for it which was in my opinion i think it was a load of bullshit and like, mm. uh, they give me a bronze medal and the kid so what they do they do two sides of it and then they build it up and then obviously then both sides of like the a side and the b yeah. side they fight they fight they fight and then obviously the winners then just fight for the gold so in my opinion i should have although i lost the first round i should have boxed the kid for a bronze yeah to make it a bit more fair but me and this mm-hmm. other kid had a bronze and i just thought that was a load of shit mm-hmm. it's a weird thing isn't it yeah it is and then a couple weeks later then i had a phone call saying listen you've been selected for the commonwealth now i thought some someone was having me on so mm-hmm. i was like yeah 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 nice for me, cheers <laughs> and then i had an email then saying you've been selected for the commonwealth i was like oh this is actually <laughs> <laughs> this is actually happening and, I, my, and then my old man had the phone call and oh, we've selected you for the commonwealth games now again, I wasn't even looking at that, I didn't even mm. didn't, didn't so know what was were happening. Were you excited when you found that, once when, when you realised it was Yeah, proper, so like... Like, to be honest, I was really excited, but I didn't even know what was happening. I literally did not know, I didn't have a bloody clue. No. I was just, I was in work, I had a phone call, I was like, yeah, nice to meet, cheers to that. And then I had an email, I was like, oh, fucking hell. But it's just me setting for the Commonwealths. Okay. So yeah, it, I, I was buzzing at the time. I tell you now, it was the longest training camp I've ever done. It was like nine weeks or ten weeks of training. Um, how old were you then? I'm gonna the say about 17, 17, yeah, 17 because it was the youth. Um, 17, I was, and we went when done training camp, went over to uh, Alicante for a week, and that's when I got the nickname Rhino from. Okay, so I was, I was sparring, so I'd say it was about. Four, four, or five different, t- four teams I would say, it was an Irish team, um, a Welsh team and then a Spanish team and then it was like another team, yeah. mm. um, and I was I was sparring this foreign fella, he, he, was a, he was a bloke he was, he was about 25 and he was a champion of wherever he was from, Yeah, the arms like that. Mm-hmm. And when he said I was sparring him, I was looking at him thinking, "Oh fuck, you know this is gonna be a hard one." I'm a little puppy in there with him now, and uh, I had Zach Davis in my corner, so Colin Jones, and was sorting out the other boys. And I, when I mean sorting out the other boys, I mean like the better boys. So I was I was the weakest link on, on the squad. I was the least experienced, mm. all the other boys had about fifty plus fights, and they they were good. They were really good boys. So Colin was sorting out all then. them, so Zach was helping me out in my corner. And I thought to myself, do you know what? This. I'm just going to go toe to toe with this guy and just just have it off with him. By the third round, everyone had stopped what they were doing. They were watching me spar this kid. And I swear that my nose was like that. Mm. My bloody eyes were fat, my lip was fat, my nose was running with blood. And it was like... He was punching me. I was just punching him. It was like punch for punch. It was like a proper war. Yeah. Three, three, four nice. rounds, and when I stopped, everyone was just looking at me.
1: <laughs> I went
0: back. I oh, fuck me! That was that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Zach. Yeah. So, but <laughs> I loved it. It was. Oh, it was amazing. I was. I just the feeling of hard sparring or a hard fight. I love it. Yeah, but you know that that, that feeling of getting punched in the face. It sounds quite mad, and it sounds stupid, but honestly, the feeling of me getting punched in the face—I I love the feeling. Of waking up next thing, like oh, my body is battered, <laughs> but it is so satisfied. It's nuts. Yeah. It's absolutely nuts. But yeah, Zach, Zach goes, "But you know, you're like a rhino," just kept going forward. I said, "Yeah, I know. I love it." I went back. I told the boys, and they were like, "You're like the rhino." there you go well, and, and that's how i was stuck then and i just all because i went war with this bloody foreign fella and my, my mind well it helps as well my nose is bent, mm. bent as fuck, and have a massive nose on me oh, my old beak <laughs> <laughs> i think that's why my mum didn't want me to box i had a cute little butter nose and that's all <laughs> ruined but not anymore <laughs> but are.
1: take take damage and if you get punched in the face for a living
0: <laughs> but yeah it has its toll on you There's only so many fights you can have as well. But, like, you know, I'm just waiting for the day where I can have my opportunity to have an absolute war with anyone. If it's a 10-rounder or a 12-rounder, if it's for a title, if it's not for a title, I don't care. As long as I have that absolute war, you know. And, like, probably take it to, like, the old-school days, you know. You see them old-school fighters, like, the most legendary one is uh, Arturo Gatti and Mickey Ward Mm. as a legendary fight. I mean everyone yeah. still talks about it? But you don't and see many like uh, these days. At all, do no, you? At, at all. At man. all. Literally, is more. Well, the MMA fights are more interesting because you see more wars, and then you do doing the it's boxing it. now. And, yeah, and it's you, a you weird don't thing, And that's what. And that's that's what that to me is a is a is like, it's like a world title to me. If I can have a 12 round of war with, and it doesn't have to be for a belt. It just you know, I know what I mean? Like, and people will be like, Fucking hell, Jay, you had I and mean, even when I retire I want people to be like, Fucking hell, you had that man, hell of a I war. Fight, I remember that fight, man. That was class. And that's and that's what I want. Mm.
1: So in your amateur career, like um did you have any like I know it's only short rounds and I know, but yeah. any any fights like that where you were able, able to go?
0: Good yeah. yeah like, I boxed. T- 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 yeah, so uh, Jerry Connors, he was a good one. He beat me on a, I think it was a split, and and for that fight, I was not up for it. I didn't, I didn't want to be there. That was the one okay. fight where I was like, oh, I wish I was home. I was just, my mind was elsewhere. Mm. And the second round, he he stepped back, and he just pinged me clean, and it was the first time where I, my eyes went like black. I was holding on. And then that was it. Then I just switched I just had an absolute scrap with him, just roughed him up. You know, he roughed me up, and I was bleeding. He was bit. I don't know if he was bleeding. I can't remember that one. I, I I know I was bleeding. It was a good. It was a good scrap. He beat me, but I didn't go down. You know, softly like Jimmy. know, yeah. I, I stood my ground and I fought. Uh, Dylan Hayward. He 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 beat me three times, but then three times he caught me off guard where. I I wasn't really at my fittest. Now, it's not an excuse, like, because, you know, as a boxer, you should always be fit. But I had a few problems um, regarding my medical, so I wasn't really training much. Uh, But, again, he he beat me fair and square, and, again, I I tried to on my toe-to-toe with him. Um, My biggest victory of going to war was Crimea Prize, and that was for the Welsh youth. Um, And that was a... And he, he well, he he's the kiddie. It was mad because Dylan Hay would beat me. But Crimea beat Dylan Haywood. And I beat Crimea. Yeah, which right. was quite mad. Like it was yeah. stars clashed. But I you know, I just that was my best best win ever. I was a hell of enjoyed oh, that one. Oh. Too. So I if only you had a video or whatever you see it, I just it was it was good boxing by me, probably the best as an amateur, probably the best I ever boxed as an yeah. amateur. And I I I won the prelims, this uh, quarters, semis, and the final. I won all four fights on the bounce, and I stopped uh, two of them in in on, on the go like. So it was quite. It was, it was well deserved. You know, I put all my effort into it, and mm. really, my uncle he channeled me right. You know, he he the best move for me was going to my uncle. He really channeled me. He got into my head, and uh, it was good. Really focused, like yeah, really, really focused, and
1: because you said when you said then about um like uh, the fight you had, where you weren't like your mind was yeah, elsewhere. Yeah, elsewhere. I imagine like, uh, boxing or any any combat sports is like the worst sport to be horrible where really your horrible. mind's elsewhere because you're constantly at risk and you're getting yeah
0: smashed up. So, so I t- so, um, just so September my last my fight in september just gone boxing cardiff and uh i had, had a lot of had a lot of problems behind the scene that not many people knew about mm. um i had injuries didn't spar for three weeks or four weeks so i missed a lot i missed a lot on on, on the pension side um i had a lot of problems with pers- personal problems with with family and that was going on, it was all a little bit too much. And then the top it off and I I don't care what anyone says, yeah. I'd put so I had to put my dog down. I don't care what anyone says, yeah. yeah. Be, be you don't realise how close you are to your dog, their family. Mm. So that was a bit of a stinger in, in the old gut. And it 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 really like got me down. But that was just the icing on the cake. My head was all mm. over the place. Yeah. Prior the final stroller. Like- yeah, and it was just like, oh my God, and then I went, do you know what, sod it. I went to a festival the week before my fight. I got absolutely hammered. But no, no one knows this, and mm. I just needed to let my head loose. And yeah. came back. And, I, and uh, I went on a Monday, back training, and it all just, it was weird. Like, as if everything just flipped and everything was just got solved. It. Everything was fine. Just needed a release by the sounds of yeah, it. Yeah, it, like, um, it was quite mad, it was. and. Uh, and when ended up winning my fights, but you know the, the fight at the end of the day I can not care yeah. any less. The fight was the last of my problems, yeah. which is quite mad, really. Yeah, but I, I, it's
1: one of them, is it? Like when things are piling in, that it always seems to be that when one thing happens, something else happen. Oh, know, it, it, it Don't come and, and in and once it comes like, in twos and threes, yeah.
0: and it was and quite exactly. mad.
1: When you were um, when you were an amateur, yeah, was it like from the start? As soon as you you know started fighting you decided you wanted to be a, a pro or was it more just you was doing it because you loved it and then eventually you kind of realized you're good at it and well
0: to be honest with you right right I'm not I'm not one of those to say that i'm I'm good at it or I'm, I'm excellent at it or I, I'm really I could do this I could do that I can achieve this uh, but' as a, as a turn of pro i didn't that wasn't even on my mind until I had about 16 17. Seventeen, I'd say, and my old mum was like, "Oh no, you're not turning pro now." I was like, "Oh come on, come on," um, and then I forgot about it. Then. And then it was like, oh, "I'm gonna pack in boxing," and then the conversation of being a pro then. So I was about twenty. The conversation of being a pro then that that came about, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, let's do it." And you know, it was one minute I was like, "Yeah, I want to be a pro." Next minute I was like, I'm "Not really asked about it." And I think that's just that's a lot of things. I think there's like a kid's mentality, isn't it? It's like their 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 minds or their imagination just runs with them, you know. So as a kid, it's like oh, I want to be a professional football player. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to... Yeah, you chop, you Like you change yeah. mind a lot, don't you? And, like, and I think that's that's what I was going through my head. And it was my old was like he was like set me down. He was like, "What? Yeah,
1: sometimes you do need it. like a an outside voice just to because." Other people can see stuff, can't they, which, yeah. you, which you can't, especially because, you know, you're still young at the time as well. So, like, you're, what you're seeing is not necessarily what your coaches are seeing or well, yeah, exactly. your dad's seeing your uncle's
0: seeing. And it, was, and it was, I think it was the right decision. It was the right timing. Everything happens for a reason and timing is key. Mm-hmm. So, 100%. turning pro at that time it was, uh, was perfect, really. And then COVID come. And then yeah,
1: COVID, you wanker. Mm-hmm. But yeah, well, you were quite lucky. You had, you said to me just before we started, you had a few fights last year. Didn't you? Yeah,
0: um, I was very lucky. So I was, I turned round to uh, my man, uh, my old man and my manager. I was willing just to say, listen, I'm, I'll fight for free. I don't care. Just get me a fight. Um, if they done if it was another year, of COVID, 100, percent I would have packed in boxing. In fact
1: so is that because you just you wanted something to focus on and just wanted a fight at the end of a camp like yeah basically?
0: pretty much and I know and there was no way in the world that i was gonna do all this training and put myself through the mill and you know not so much diet but like just train mm. for no end for no goal but like it's it's the um it's the mental and the
1: emotional toll as well as the physical yeah. toll, though the, the, the yeah, it takes out of you. I mean, I had, I
0: saw, I'm a scaffolder on the side, so you know mm. that that was I was putting on my focus. And if you like, if you want to say it, I was I was seeing that as training. Mm. So that was getting me through it. and I you know, mean, mm. that was no problem. I was I was happy doing what I was doing, and that was it really. It's like
1: because I said so many fighters in boxing and MMA in covid they just didn't have nothing no, no fights no nothing and the amount of effort, and do you know what and comedians as well i know a few comedians they all had to go and like work in whatever mars well, yeah exactly. just and, because
0: i know a lot of fighters who've packed in their uh, boxing because of covid as yeah well. and they haven't
1: come back either like, no, there's a few which is it's, it's crazy. sad because it is sad it's a couple of really talented talent uh talented fighters who if there's no covid would have gone on, and you never know never where. You exactly. never know what's going to happen because you've only got to fight, like we said about um, Chris fighting Florian Marquez You've only got to fight the right person at the right time,
0: put in punch. a real
1: good performance or a good well, victory, that's it. good money as well. To change the strats for you, yeah, well,
0: yeah, exactly. And you know, Chris he is a top fella, talented fighter. Do you know what I mean he's thirty three? He mm-hmm. hasn't got long left. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And unfortunately, he he needs these fights, yeah. which is which is sad, like, you know, but, you know, we're, we're all behind him, you know, all whales
1: are behind him. Yeah, 100%. And I think
0: he'll do it as well.
1: Yeah, I am, um, funny enough, I know uh, Florian Marquez is uh, one of his management team, and he's really sound, like he's a really nice guy. But um, I said to, I think it was to Danny the other week, I actually don't think Florian Marquez is, is i think he's beatable mm. um I don't think he's a, like i I don't want this to sound disrespectful because yeah. I know someone who's on his team but yeah. like I don't mean it it's like a you know he's rubbish no i no, just no. mean I don't think he's as good a boxer as his following suggests if that
0: makes sense yeah yeah yeah. no like that makes for, sense it's, it's it, a weird thing isn't it? his so his his style of fighting is is, is ideal for for Chris um, Chris I don't want to say too much mm. just in case anyone does see it or his team or whatever not that they would not that I give a fuck anyway but um, Chris Manny Chris has got all the tools yeah to be him and I that's that's all needs to be said about Chris he, he's got he's got he's got a good coach Gary Lockett yeah he's got good boxing knowledge you know he's he knows how to work Chris. He knows how to get into Chris's into Chris's head. Um, and Chris, although he, he's thick as fuck, and he sounds like a right thicko, he is an intelligent boxer. His his mindset and his, his determination and his effort he puts into training as well is is next level. No.
1: Yeah. He. Um, I saw loads of people when they announced that fight. I saw loads of people on. Floyd Marquez is Twitter saying, or oh, you well, we should be fighting someone bigger than that, or why are you fighting him? Blah blah blah. Yeah,
0: and never, like, never overlook. I,
1: I was just thinking, yeah. I, I don't think he, because he's got a pretty good yeah. team around him. Yeah. So I don't think he would overlook Chris,
0: but I was surprised that, you know, it's typical social media. It's, it's, people, thing it's like. is, people who say that, I'm going to about boxing, Do you know what I mean? Unfortunately, that's no. It, isn't it? It's quite mad, but Let's I you see. know it's starting out with fighting journeymen uh, early on in your career. Never, mm. never overlook them. Yeah,
1: don't matter who you're fighting. Like you can always get caught, and you can this always. All it needs is don't everyone's take got, it seriously. Got,
0: everyone's got a fight his chance, and all it takes is one punch to turn a fight around. Yeah. So, where
1: do you see yourself? Like, where do you want to be? Saying, so, would you say 23 now? And you so say five years, you'll be. 28. Yeah. And <laughs> 28. Where do you see yourself being? Where do you, you want to be?
0: Hopefully in fucking Benadol with my feet up and a beard down my foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't wait five years for that though, do you? I try and do as often as I can. Yeah. Um, again, I've, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I want to be a British or world champion or all that because that's not me. Mm. Um, but what I will say is, if I can get a couple of properties under my name, nice bit of money out, for, out of boxing and a bit of name of a name for myself um, in Cardiff, and my local, Barry, and just, you know, that's good enough for me. Have some good fights. Yeah, and I've some absolute wars on on, on the road. Do you know what I mean? And win or lose. No matter what, there will always be an after party. And if no one turns up, I'll be fucking going by myself.
1: <laughs> what boxers did you look up to, like, or I know, like as a teenager, what yeah. are the sorts of boxers? Because you mentioned um, Gatti and Ward, yeah, which isn't necessarily uh, a fight which someone who's twenty three
0: would well, normally be so familiar I, with. So you've obviously got quite a hardcore yeah, so I, hard. um So Roberto Duran is is my idol. Ricky Hatton is another one as well. But Robert Rodriguez is, is my my favorite. I I don't know if you've yeah. seen any of my shorts, but all my shorts that I get made, are his shorts, but just with my name on it. Oh, that's good. So yeah. It's, well, it's cool, guys. Right? And it's nice. It's it's all it's classic. It's it's clean cut. It's it's just everything. Do you know what I mean? It's mm. smart. I don't want to be walking around in 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 the ring looking like a fucking billboard. Yeah. Do you
1: know
0: what I mean? I just. Of them, don't yeah, so, yeah, so they were dreadful. You see these pink shorts, or so, you know, really, really sponsor, 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 sponsor.
1: Just, you can't really They might the be in cuz Shorts don't anymore. mean
0: fuck all, but to me, I just I rather look clean and just everything basic and simple, and that's mm. the way it should be. And <laughs> again, I like the old school way. So, what about Welsh Welsh boxers?
1: Like, uh what sort of Welsh boxers used to? Or be
0: influenced by, or like you look at, and you yeah, look back you, on. You got, you got, you got Colin Jones. You know, you got, you got Liam Williams. You got Joe Karzaki, But in all honours, like they're great fighters. But and Enzo Mack, even Gary Lockett, Enzo Mack, and Eddie Gary Lockett. You, you know, you you got, you got. Good find, Nicky Piper as well. Mm-hmm. But again, it's I, I'm the old school. Mm. I mean? So obviously you've got Kawasaki, who's a bit of an old school, uh, Enzo and Gary and Colin Jones, the old school fighters, the old school ways, you know, how they yeah. done it, all, you know, that. I'm more interested in that, than the updated boxing now, do mm. you know what I mean? Which sounds a bit bad, because I'm, I'm I'm in it myself. Yeah. But I, just, I know like, you mean though, because... I think it's a load of shit. You this, know I mean? um, Unless you haven't got many or you, you haven't got financial backing or... Um uh, you can't sell tickets, you got no chance. Yeah.
1: Well, you look at what happened to uh, Jack Cattrall the other week. Yeah. And it's just like that guy's, like, he's worked his whole life, career since he was, like, six or something, mm-hmm. been into boxing. Fine. Stepped aside last year so Josh uh, Taylor could unify all the belts, gets his shot, outboxes him,
0: and then gets stitched up by the judges. And it's like, yeah. What's, what's the you know, point? Like you see, kids, you are know, you gonna understand how kids would be like that, watching that fight and being like, he lost that fight. No, yeah. so why? You know What's, if it what's, happened, the, point? what's I, the point? But <laughs> I'm quite lucky because my goal is completely different to. Uh, yeah, so say uh, your goals seem very
1: quite different to most fighters, whether yeah. boxing or MMA. Or yeah, or whatever.
0: but you know, as a as a dream goal, uh, my dream goal would be to fight in Colorado city Stadium, and. I don't care if it's for a title or is it just just a normal fight. To have 10 or 12 rounds of just going to absolute war, toe-to-toe, win or lose, and everyone just screaming, Rhino and Eddie, Card City chants. That, to me... The entrance, mate. Imagine the entrance. Oh, it'd be absolutely... What music would you come out to, Card City Stadium? (sighs) Do you know what, like... it It would have to be done look back in anger. Beautiful. That's see, mate. Right, that's the
1: dream, isn't it? Come, oh, come don't. out with a full Cardiff City Stadium coming out to so Dunlop Black and Ander.
0: It's quality, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, that's the dream, mate. And then, and then everyone come back to to my after party, and I'm buying drinks for everyone the whole night. That is it. Like it, I like yeah. it. So quality, man.
1: You mentioned earlier, you played, for, you played for Cardiff Schools. Was mm. that like only sort of?
0: Thing. Yeah, yeah, it, it was so. I paid for my local county, um, and then I, I paid for Cardiff County. I got kicked out of all because I was just too immature. I tried to pay tag with all the kids, and <laughs> <laughs> I was like 12 years old, it was so it was a long yeah. time ago, but I was just way too immature for <laughs> it. Yeah, 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 all like, these kids to the, the. i think whatever. kids do that, like some
1: of the two of my boys have been in and out of like the academy systems and that, and then sometimes. There's been boys who they be the, when they to, when they're playing a game they're fine and they'll be the best one of the best players in the team, but whenever you're trying to do drills or train or whatever, they just don't want to know because don't they're know. not they're not as mature as some of the other kids yeah. and they don't they just don't quite get like. Where they're at, like they don't get the opportunity of being, or are you know, you're playing in an academy? It's not just
0: football, we make on a Tuesday. No, night. no, exactly. But it's part of growing up, though, mate. Isn't exactly. It? But the real tester is the youth. It's been go through your youth stages. Yeah, that's so, when I don't know. because then that's when you know the drinking and, and the girls, and if, if you want to go to the drug side, but. You know, remarkable kids don't make us remarkable adults. No. Do you know what I mean? Because sometimes if you don't get past that youth stage, that's when they all fade out. Yeah. So and that and that was that was the turning point for me. So in my youth stage I just completely cut out everyone. And I just focused all my boxing. Mm-hmm. And just put everything into it, boxing, 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 boxing. It's good though, mate, because pick up bad habits as a teenager I basically made that if like, it wasn't for boxing and for having good parents and you know, mm. good good friends and family and even family, sometimes mate, be be teacher, I just
1: could say sometimes meant even good parents can't save you from getting into no, stuff, yeah, no yeah that's true like, um, I had good parents and didn't save me for like it was only into my 20s where I sorted myself out like there was a few uh, a few years where I had some issues like and just didn't give up. And did lots and lots of things that i shouldn't have been doing but like it's just it's immaturity part part and it's part of circumstances kid. yeah but like i had gav like i said earlier in the other week and we would i don't know how we got onto it but we i think i might have asked him like if you could go back i can't remember maybe it wasn't gav i don't it was someone was in here and i said if you could go back to like when you were sort of 16 or something in school would you do stuff differently to do better in school and you know maybe have a different outcome or whatever? and I um, think kind of, I've always said I'd like to go back mm. when I was like to when I was 15, 16 and I would just get my head down and do well in school and kind of try and do something different yeah but um, whoever it was taught me around and said, well yeah, but if you go back and you change that, you don't do all that. You don't make all the mistakes that you've made along the way because you learn so much more from and the mistakes 100%. you make and the the bad decisions you make than the good 100%. decisions.
0: If I if 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 I did have an opportunity like that to go back in time and and change change things, I wouldn't change anything. The only thing I would change. So everything else was sound, but the one thing I would change is my relationship between me and my mother. Mm. That'd be the that'd be the only thing I could wish I could change, but you know, the, you know, it's you know, it is what it is. And time, soon, you know, soon, you'll find out how, how it goes in the next couple of months or whatever. And time will tell. And you know, it's it's all about how if I mature and you know, my mum doesn't think I'm a still a pain in the ass. <laughs> mm.
1: Well, admit I hope that you're able to repair
0: that relationship. Yeah, well it is what it is at the end of the day and she tells her to fuck off then... All <laughs> right, then she is but it is what it is. Like if she, although I don't talk to her, if she rang me up now and said, Listen, I'm stuck or mm. I, mean, I need I need money or whatever, I I'd drop everything for her before. Yeah. So, you know, at the I end mean, it she's still my mother, but you it's know, still a clash. D- yeah. But... Family's difficult, like
1: Yeah, but you know <laughs> I haven't spoken to my mum's partner for ten years nine years something ridiculous and i won't i won't i'm not going to go into it wise on camera but like it's just a few times it's come up like because it's so awkward because nah, i still see my you know i still see my mum and speak yeah. to my mum, but if do speak to her, her partner or whatever and she'll sort of hint towards it like you know can you sort it out or whatever no like, no nah, nah. yeah. that I ship think- has sailed and it ain't coming
0: back <laughs> no nah. I think but, the turning point for me, my mum was when, when I got the tattoo. Oh I mean, I uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> the question: Have you got any
1: tattoos? Yes, you so, have. But yeah, I got two. I have. Go then.
0: So I got one on my uh, left pec and it says "I am Rhino." That's uh,
1: that's all right. It's a good one. A, sorry, a, I, I think it's quite cool. Is, yeah. What
0: do you mean This is acceptable. Yeah, and then the other one then is on my private parts down below. I got I got an e- elephant's head, and then. Uh, my little pig's tail then is, is the trunk. <laughs> but I think that was the turning point for me. I think that was like the final straw me thinking it was funny again. I was uh, 18 at the time or whatever it was. I sent sent it to her. I don't think she found it funny because <laughs> the worst thing about it, my old man was out on the stag with, with me. Oh, was he? Yeah, and he couldn't stop laughing his head off. He thought it was bloody brilliant. I thought it was a piece of art, but not many people think that. But like...
1: So there's a couple of ways to look at it, I suppose, isn't it? It's like I can understand why she was a bit like, you know, what the fuck have you done? Yeah, but I'm but then I can also see to laugh. Yeah, and then also like you could have got your face tattooed or something, with something which like well that I was, was... Look, I like, like I, don't, I, I quite like face tattoos. I wouldn't have one myself, but I know a few people who've got them, and I. Quite like them i think some of them could look all I right i
0: think if i had enough money you probably would have got would have got it
1: but what i mean is from your mum's point of view like I you could have funny. had a lot worse tattoo, yeah, well, you? I, I, yeah like yeah there's it's only like a certain amount of people are going to see that they? Yeah. Um, but, fuck it, and they um actually just get it out yeah. fucking roll a in benedorm and rock and
0: roll why not? why not yeah it was quite yeah it was mad experience. Yeah, that was an interesting conversation. Though, oh, you don't do you know? What? I, I've I've done some pretty mad things. And, um, although I come across quiet or whatever, whenever I've had a beer, birdie I don't know what comes out of me. I just barely. Oh, don't. But like, I'm still respectful towards. I'm only Larry in my in my, in my in compared my, to where you
1: normally are. Yeah, like. do you know what I
0: mean I'm only Larry in my own friendship group. Like, do you know what I mean and yeah. if I've been a pain in the ass or I've I've done something wrong to the anyone outside, mm. I'd expect them to be like, oh, you just pipe it down a bit. Like, do you know what I yeah. mean so yeah, no problem, you got it. Because I'm the, at the end of the day, if I'm being a dick, I'd yeah, want see, be because, I want someone to say Slow down, like
1: sometimes, so you just need someone to tell you like.
0: God, uh, if, if anyone stole my phone and went for my camera roll, I'd be absolutely screwed because there's some mad things on there. <laughs> but this is what, uh,
1: do you know what? Like, I saw um, this thing on the TV the other day. Someone was criticising Jimmy Carr's Netflix special. Yeah, man it. He's like, brilliant. I love oh, it. amazing, mate. And, and it's like, don't like it, don't fucking watch it. It's as simple as n- is that. His is Netflix special is called uh, Jimmy Carr's Darkest Material. So what? What do you think it's going to be? Like it's going to mm. be just all sorts of jokes Simple. about all sorts of people. But I was fucking like, watch it. It's yeah, like if you don't, if you get offended by stuff, don't watch it. It's not. It's not complicated, is it? No.
0: Yeah. Exactly. You
1: know, like, it's uh, it's crazy. I forgot what I was going to say. But, I, but uh, Jimmy Carr's special is good. Um. So you got a fight Saturday? Yeah. Well, we know we start March. How many fights are you this year? Another few.
0: Well, I don't know because I just I just booked Thailand today. I have so I'm right, going okay. go Thailand uh, April the second, fourth, two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. So three weeks. I do I well, hopefully I have four another three fights after this, but nothing in April. I hope. Yeah, well, um, my mate was living out there for a while for like. Oh, I, I think he was out there for maybe what, two I can, years. I can't he was Teaching English.
1: I, I can't. The that is that teaching English. <laughs> it's easy.
0: Not Good job, you live in Thailand, <sighs> teach English. I can't, do you know what, I really can't wait for it. I live, I live mm, in the place. Never yeah, really. me and my best mate, unfortunately, he's gone through a bit of a rough patch. Mm. So I said to him, come on, let's uh, let's go over there. Get away from it. Yeah.
1: But it's like what you were saying when you were, when you said your you head won in the game and then you went up to that festival.
0: Oh, best festival ever. Was had honestly. a blowout
1: and then when you come back, you're back in the game like because you're Sometimes I think you need just you need to get away from whatever your day to day thing is. Reassess yourself,
0: yeah. re- regroup, and you go again. That's the, you know that's the way it is. And I went went up to a Isle of Wight uh, festival with, with a good bunch of boys, and they knew what what was going through my head. And you know, when I went with them, it it was like as if nothing's happened. Yeah, and it was quite mad. It was. So Liam Gallagher came on and uh he sang live forever and it was it was it was mad, so I was arguing um with the personal problem I was having mm. I was arguing and my head was just all over the place and when Liam Gallagher sang live forever, it was like everything just went silent for me mm. it was like I couldn't hear the crowd. It was, it was absolutely nuts, no word of a i i was just i just stood there and I was just like a couple, I don't know how long it was, but it might be ten seconds, thirty seconds, a minute—I don't know. But It was like boom, like like a like a reality yeah. check, mm. like hit me, yeah. and it was just like. <sighs> just felt I felt better. Like. Yeah, it was quite mad, and then on the Monday, then everything just turned back around. And I was like, Amazing. I was feeling better than ever. You know, I went focused out
1: and focused. Everything was
0: yeah. It was quite mad. It was. I'm not even going to have to listen to Liam Gallagher when I go oh, on. Don't I to live forever, cause oh, Live forever, because I
1: could do with sort my head out at the moment.
0: Don't I absolutely love it. Oasis is the one. Yeah. Oh.
1: Absolutely the one. Don't start me on that now. I'd be another hour talking stone, about Oasis. Stone, 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 roses, stone
0: roses. roses as well. Oh, class. Yeah,
1: quality, mate. All i see seen music. Um, back in. So, when I was like 15, 16, no, it must have been a bit of, you'd be younger than that. So, like, I was about 12, 13, I reckon and then um, the Stone Roses played Newport. Yeah, yeah, class. Wasn't allowed to go, obviously an iconic gig, innit? But I wasn't um, I wasn't allowed to go, I was too young. And um, so I missed that, and then they split up, and I seen Ian Brown a couple of times in Cardiff. He's quality, and, uh, he? A few times, yeah. He's, I admit, I had the time, my fucking life. And, uh, it's books, mental, innit? Yeah. You know? And like, and then, um so i've seen ian brown a couple of times but i'd kind of made peace the fact that i was never going to see the stone roses and then they got back together and my brother got his tickets to see him at he park and oh, then class. and then i had because uh, I, I had a car accident my back of my legs all fucked up like yeah but um ended up like something happened and i couldn't go and then they fucking split up again so i still have never had the opportunity I'm to go watch
0: it absolutely I just, so I got I bought tickets uh, well yeah last year to go go to Nedworth now to watch uh Liam Gallagher um on June 4th which will be on there you Broadway go then man.
1: Here's a question for you to finish that uh, finish this off yeah do you have more oasis we'll ever get back together
0: <sighs> it's hard isn't it
1: Famous, it is mates.
0: mate do you know what right it is fucking hard because at the end of the day, sometimes you just got to let things go and, uh, you know, family at the end of the day, and for him not to know not to talk to Liam, something must be, uh, my brother, he don't, t- if I piss him off, he won't talk to me for a week and that crushes me. I'm going to, I'm going to strangle him because it pisses me off. I can't handle it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, let's, stop being stupid. But for him to not talk to him for that many years, do you know what I mean? And completely have no contact whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you know what? Obviously, everyone would love to see it happen and they would make a killing on it. Oh, God. Because sort of their sang, songs. They? And they would, and I believe they wouldn't have to make fucking new songs because their songs are old bangers. Yeah. Does it. They. And they could
1: literally just rip out yeah. like six albums worth of stuff which they've got. And,
0: and everyone would still be hooked on it. Like, do yeah. you, know you mean people still 100%. sing their songs to this day? Like, my little brother, he's, he's 14 years old. And he knows some of the songs like do yeah. you know
1: what I mean? my kids know some of them like and it's like the, the class yeah it's timeless mates but do you know i thought i always thought eventually they would get back together i just thought he was no was kind of sick of liam's shit for a bit but then it was when them um, liam started slagging off his missus and his kid in on like social media and i was like oh, that's, that ship's hmm. probably sailed now that's it now but i think do you know what i think it is though, mate? i think it's because. You know what you're saying about like when your brother doesn't speak to you for like a week or so, it drives you nuts. Yeah. I think it that's what it is. It fucks Liam's head up like, yeah. because he just wants to speak to his brother, and it's been so long that every now and again he just has this thing where he just he nice loses blur. it, like yeah, uh, yeah. He says a lot of stupid shit,
0: like he does anyway. Right. Mad, um, right. Sad, but mate. But fingers crossed that it yeah, happens because we we'll go together. Fucking <coughs> <laughs> right, mate?
1: Hundred percent. I ain't missing that. After I after after I missed. The Stone Roses two times around It'd like 20 years apart and I uh, ain't missing Oasis getting back together even no if chance. I'm like fucking 60 I'd cancel a fight to go watch him yeah would
0: you? Le- yeah damn right I would British title fight Oasis getting back together oof Bro, Oasis all day <laughs> I'm telling you Oasis all day long
1: there we go um, ladies and gentlemen this has been J-Man this is Ace Podcast Nation please do subscribe for more exclusive interviews podcasts every week there's like four podcasts a week or something Roderick Giggs show uh, Danny Bratton show My Story all that good shit J man thank you very much nice people
0: top man cheers man thank you
1: Sports Social Podcast Network
0: Step into the world of power loyalty